this is my life, and I'll have to live it until I pass out. Well, if you won't, you won't, I suppose. By the way, where is Tom? I'd like to see him before I go back. He's a mighty fine boy. That's what he is, broke in a new voice. Bless my overshoes, but he is a smart lad, a wonderful lad. That's what. Why, bless my necktie. There isn't anything he can't invent from a button hook to a battleship. Wonderful boy, that's what. I guess Tom's ears would burn if he could hear your praises, Mr. Damon, laughed Mr. Swift. Don't spoil him. Spoil Tom Swift. You couldn't do it in a hundred years, cried Mr. Damon enthusiastically. Bless my top knot, not in a thousand years. No, sir. But where is he? asked Mr. Peterson, who was evidently unused to the extravagant manner of Mr. Damon. There he goes now, exclaimed the gentleman, who frequently blessed himself some article of his apparel or some other object. There he goes now, flying over the house in that hummingbird airship of his. He said he was going to try out a new magneto he had invented, and it seems to be working all right. He said he wasn't going to take much of a flight, and I guess he'll soon be back. Look at him. Isn't he a great one, though? He certainly is, agreed Mr. Peterson, as he and Mr. Swift went to the window from which Mr. Damon had caught a glimpse of the youthful inventor in his airship. A great lad. I wish he could come on this mine hunt with me, though I'd never consent to go in an airship. They're too risky for an old man like me. They're as safe as a church when Tom Swift runs them, declared Mr. Damon. I'm no boy, but I'd go anywhere with Tom. I'm afraid you wouldn't get Tom to go with you, Alec, went on Mr. Swift, as he resumed his chair. The young inventor in his airship having passed out of sight. He's busy on some new invention now, I believe. I think I heard him say something about a new rifle. Cannon it was, Mr. Swift, said Mr. Damon. Tom has an idea that he can make the biggest cannon in the world. But it's only an idea yet. Well, then I guess there's no hope of my interesting him in my opal mine said the fortune hunter with a rather a disappointed smile. Nor you either, Mr. Swift. No, Alec, I'm afraid not. As I said, I'd rather give you outright three or four thousand dollars if you wanted it, provided that you used it for your own personal needs, and promised not to sink it in some visionary search. Mr. Peterson shook his head. I'm not actually in want, he said. And I couldn't accept a gift of money, Mr. Swift. This is a straight business proposition. Not much straight business in hunting for a mine that's been lost for over a century, replied the aged inventor with a glance at Mr. Damon, who was still at the window watching for a glimpse of Tom on his return trip in the aircraft. If Tom would go, I'd trail along, said the odd man. We haven't done anything worth speaking of since he used his great searchlight to detect the smugglers. But I don't believe he'll go. That mining proposition sounds good. It is good, cried Mr. Peterson with fervor, hoping he had found a new prospect in Mr. Damon. But not business good, declared Mr. Swift. And for some time the three argued the matter, Mr. Swift continuing to shake his head. Suddenly into the room there ran an aged colored man, much excited. For the land's sakes, he cried, 
Somebody ought to go out and help us, Tom. Why, what's the matter, Eradicate? asked Mr. Swift, leaping to his feet, an example followed by the other two men. What has happened to my son? I don't know, Mass Swift, but I looked up just now, and there he be in that air contraption of his'n he called de hummingbird. He catched up fast on de balloon shed roof, and there he's hanging with sparks and flames a shooting out of de airship. Something scandalous. It's just spitting fire. That's what it's a doing. If somebody don't do something for Mass Tom mighty quick, there ain't going to be any Master Tom. Now that's what I's a telling you. Bless my shoe buttons, gasped Mr. Damon. Come on out, everybody. We've got to help Tom. Yes, assented Mr. Swift. Call someone on the telephone. Get a doctor. Maybe he's shocked. Where's Koku the giant? Maybe he can help. Now don't go to...